We are here. Welcome to the Ellis Rose podcast, a place for those who are ready to think differently about what's possible, are ready for rapid expansion and to take bold action in their life. Join for unfiltered conversations around the mind, business and magic. Well, hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited today because I have someone on here who I have been on a huge journey with actually. Um, And she's someone who is courageous. She's someone that has a really great way of business and we wanna talk about leadership today. But before we do, I'd love for you, Jen, to introduce yourself. Hi, Alice, thanks for having me. Yes, introducing myself, okay. Um, So I am a corporate leadership and growth coach, mentor and consultant. So I have had over 20 years experience in the corporate world and then actually decided for a little while to remove myself from the corporate world to figure out who I am and who I want to be and um, stepping more into coaching in a different way. And then um, I realized that everything is leading back to where I originally started. So everything that I've initially learned in the corporate world, um, just wanted a little bit more of enhancement in learning on how to build more more and better relationships, learning about the feminine embodiment and how that can support especially women in corporate leadership and so i came full circle going back into the corporate world Mm. as a coach and consultant and that's where i am now and outside of the coaching i am just a normal woman that loves having fun spending time with her friends and yeah living life to the fullest yeah that's me I love that and how beautiful is it that you full circled like I think a lot of people when they're on their journey of either personal development or working out what they want to do is they feel like they have to choose something different but if you love something sometimes the extra tools or resources or the shifts or the healing and self can really bring you back but in a completely different mindset yeah that's so right so initially um i have just been go 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 in the corporate world and i actually felt a little bit burned out at Mm. the end so that was because i've given so much and didn't feel i received anything in return really and there was just a piece missing within me where i actually you know where i didn't actually the leadership towards myself so I led everyone else however stopped leading myself so I stopped um, looking after myself after my health and after the woman that I actually am so coming coming back to that over about a year and a half and really rediscovering who I am as a person who I am as a woman and really allowing myself to be in my feminine as well rather than always being in that masculine in the corporate world where I had been for such a long time 
yeah, finding that person again and finding that woman, then it really allowed me to step back into that corporate world from a whole different perspective and on my own terms, which is really, really great. Yeah, I love that. And it is like the masculine and feminine energy around either leadership and things like that can be so like altered by the perception of what others bring through. And for me, when I first started my business, it was like, go, go, go. I have to be like this, this, and this. And it was a really masculine energy and it was not enjoyable. And I've done similar to you, like a lot of work in the feminine space because I'm like, hold on. I have been very masculine a lot of my life and through trying to just be Miss Independent Woman and, you know, like do things on my own and run teams. And like, I've always been like that in business. And even when I was in corporate, it was quite masculine and driven. So I just fitted in with that. And it definitely wasn't how I wanted to run business, but I didn't know how else to. (laughs) Like I actually had to learn that. And I was actually watching a masterclass the other day with someone and it was feminine leadership. And it was just solidifying exactly how I'm like showing up in my business right now and how I'm intending to run my business. And there is no right or wrong. Like it's actually how you incorporate it into your business and how you interpret what feminine is. And this is like slightly off track, but it's, it's so interesting how it's like, this is feminine, this is masculine. And we feel like we have to be either in that box or that box but we actually get to choose. And that's where people get confused and overwhelmed because they're like, but I don't feel feminine. And you just get to choose. And I've like, when you've saying you'll come back into your business in a way there, you're doing it in your own way and in a feminine way, it actually feels different. Like it, it feels and looks different externally as well, which is really great. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, you were saying about the box, like it mm. has to be masculine or it has to be feminine or it's really just allowing that flow to come through. Yeah. It's being sometimes in that masculine position, have being in a meeting or something like that and then bringing in that feminine element and softening the conversation. Yeah. Even that while you're in like, even if you're in a negotiation or something like that, yeah. and then you're bringing in that softer feminine element to just support that. It changes the entire conversation. It changes the the attitude of the other person as well as your own and allows for a complete different outcome of the conversation. Um, for example, I was just um, at a project in Adelaide recently and um dealing with like certain situations that where I would have sort of had that sledgehammer in the past from that masculine now I've approached it in a complete different way allowing that softness to come through and the outcome was just completely different Mm. to what it was in the past and it was just so much more conducive to the team environment to the overall outcome and it was perceived in a way that it made them feel empowered rather than, you know, pushed into a corner. Yeah, a hundred percent. And, and with that, like it's, we find our way of doing things right. And the thing for me was like, when we look at leadership and business and feminine and masculine, humans get addicted to wanting to be in a box like they want to be, oh, okay, I'm feminine or I'm masculine or, okay, what does this look like? How do I be like that? 
But it's like you said, it's the dance between the two. It's how do I integrate what I perceive as my feminine self and my masculine self? How do I dance between the two in a way that feels good? And I have this conversation with clients all the time because they say, I just don't feel feminine. And it's like, well, what are you perceiving to be feminine? Like what what box are you trying to crawl into that maybe isn't you? And can you see that you're integrated in feminine in your own way? which is perfect, but just because it's not on the list of this is what feminine is, they deem it as incorrect and they then think they're in, like they're not doing things right. And it's actually bringing them back to self and reminding them like, you are on your own journey. You get to choose how and like how you perceive things, how you show up. And it doesn't need to be right or wrong or box to feel like you're fitting in or you're correct. Yeah. And the box thing is so interesting as well, right? So there is the box that society puts you in then there is the box a spiritual community puts you in that actually says oh no jump free from the box however then if you're not in a particular way then it's also not the right thing so it's really what you want it to be it's who you know is the real you yeah and that comes also to authenticity, right? So some people say authentic is this and authentic is that. Well, I am me. So I am authentic already in yeah. who I am. And I, as long as it feels right and is in, in, in that alignment, alignment is also a word that's thrown around a lot. But if it's something where I feel comfortable, where I am completely and utterly myself, not caring about what other people think about me Mm. and just being me being amongst all the doing and still doing while i'm being yeah that's where it just is in complete flow and you are not in or outside a box you're just being you yeah and it doesn't matter how other people perceive it a hundred percent and it's what feels good yeah. And like and it's and this is a learning and this is where when people don't feel like they know themselves enough or they feel like they're on that journey of like I don't know who I am that's where they seek external boxes because they're yeah. like okay cool that's me that's me that's me so they fill yeah. that void with all these like labels and identities but it still doesn't get them back to the core of who they are and I know like we've done you know some huge trainings together and we've done some huge breakthrough sessions together like we've been through a lot of growth and in that we've seen each other's best parts of life we've also seen each other's like worst parts of life we've heard about the dark points we've heard about the great moments and the beauty of that is there's such a such a polarity but in between all of that the biggest thing that we've both come away with is knowing who we are and not knowing ourselves with labels or things that other people are telling us we are it's like no like i've peeled back the layers i know who i am and like you said it's now showing up as that And if you're showing up as who you are, that is authentic. That will feel in alignment because you're not trying to be anyone else. Um, It's just, yeah, it's so interesting. And I think as well, you have to know yourself in order to lead. Yeah. Right? Like, and I'm sure you've probably learned this in your space with leadership is like, in order to lead, you have to know yourself, but you also have to know other people or or how other people work or read them or behavior because people are like like to be led in a different way and yeah. it's learning how we like to lead ourselves as well yeah yeah absolutely just going quickly back to some of those boxes yeah 
um, I feel it's really great to have a peek in a few different boxes yeah. to see, oh, like, you know, like, let's go to, like, a few different boxes of chocolate. Yeah. Like, oh, I like this out of this box and I like this out of this box and I take what I want out of each of the boxes, especially when 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 I was in a position where I didn't exactly know who I was. So I had a peek into those different boxes and I was like, oh yeah, I, I actually like this and I like to incorporate that into who I want to create to be me. Yeah. Um, and then I had a look into this box and I was like, um, yeah, look, this is interesting and it's an interesting way of looking at myself in the long run. I don't really feel that's me. Yeah. So, and yes, then going into that leadership, so that supported me in leading myself first. Yeah. So it's, the most important thing about leadership is being able to lead yourself first. Where do I want to go? How do I hold myself accountable? What do I do for myself first? In the past, when I was in the corporate world, I put the business, which wasn't even my own, put that first. Yeah. Like, this is what is expected of me. This is what I have to do in order to succeed. Now it's, what do I need today? Do I need a slower morning? Do I want to jump into the gym straight away? What do I do for myself first before I even look at my business or someone else's business? It's this whole concept of, putting your own oxygen mask on first before putting someone else's on. How do I lead myself? What do I do for myself, my body, my mind, and my soul? And from there, then step into the next thing. Great. I've looked after myself. Now I can show up as the fullest I can possibly be to support others in empowering themselves and learning how to lead themselves. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And then from there, learning how, as you were saying, how people like to be led because everyone is different. Um, When I was in Adelaide at that project, um, I did the love language test with them as one of the first initial things because it was something completely different to them. So I started with something that is sort of in a way new that they could buy into um and based on that pretty much figured out how they like to be acknowledged how they like to celebrate wins and just with that little step learned how they like to be led and how they like to be rewarded and how they like to be acknowledged and that already is a tiny little piece for the bigger picture on how to lead yeah each individual person 100 percent, and it's and you said something a minute ago which was really interesting that is something that i have um looked like res um spoke about before and resonated with and you linked mm. the okay how do i lead myself what do my mornings look like what do i want to do because it's what works for you, right? And that's one thing about um, bringing back the boxes, like the boxes that happens is people go, I'm gonna read this book. And it's like, how to have a successful morning routine. 
and they go, okay, so I have to get up at 4am, I have to do all these 10 things, I have to do this, this and this. And they go, but I can't commit to it. It's not working for me. Like I don't have the time. That's where you go, okay, take what you need from it. What from that have you learned in that book that feels good for you rather than literally going, hey, I fit into that box. I'm going to do that. That's where you literally have a look and you go, okay, I'm going to take a little bit of that. I'm going to take a little bit of that. Learn to lead yourself first in a way that works rather than taking like directness and literal kind of knowledge from something and applying it to yourself because it may not always work. And it comes back to the leadership with yourself and the team. Doing love languages, you're finding out what every individual wants personally rather than blanket it in because it's not going to work for everyone. And it all links so interestingly because it's like if people knew this and this is one thing I... I love and despise about personal development is when people are in a state of like crisis or like I need more or they don't know who they are, that's when they take things literally because they're yeah. they're wanting to feel good. They're wanting to just take all the resources and that's where people can create more confusion over who they are because they're trying to do all the things in a non-personal way. And it like leadership, whether you're leading a business, whether you're leading yourself, you're leading a family, it starts with like, how do I want to be led? How do I lead? And then you can start to integrate that and learn other ways because you know yourself first. And like with you in Adelaide, there's ways that you're gonna be able to know the team more so that they know themselves more. So it's like you're leading with the questions so that they can start coming out from their days at work going, oh, interesting. I now know why that's now playing out in my relationship or that's why I'm like this and this is why I seek this. So the more you know yourself, the more you can guide others into knowing their their self, which for them is going to be bettering their business anyway. Correct, yes. And it will help them as well feel empowered. It will help them to feel more confident about who they are and what they do. And it also will support them in their careers if they choose to stay in a career because that's what most people do, right? So it will help them knowing themselves in a way and feeling empowered that they can either grow within that business or move on to the next business knowing themselves so well that they're also confident in saying no to a job as well and sort of saying, okay, this is not right for me. They will also learn how to interview their employer. So many people go to interviews and forget how to interview the employer, ask them questions. And that way they will feel empowered and learn how to then do that as well and become even a better employee due to that because the employer will then say great you are a right fit because you were asked the right questions a hundred percent I used to be in HR and I used to do the interview processes for a business and you know you'd sit in a room and we actually used to do group interviews um yeah because the the whole business was run as a team and they weren't going to be leave if they got the job they weren't going to be leaving as an individual they were going to be entering a team-based role So it was really interesting seeing how each individual played out in the interview and how some people were so much on selling themselves that they never actually answered the questions because they had already tried to create a perfect scenario in their minds. They weren't even active in, in being present in that. Then you've got the people that have so much uncertainty in themselves that it's like, I don't even, I still don't even know who you are. 
And then you've got the people that do, they ask the questions back because they know that not only is it about us hiring them, well, they're gonna be entering a role that they're gonna wanna enjoy. They're gonna wanna know what they do. And the amount of people that got the job because they were great and still asked very little questions where I'd always think like, you don't actually even know the role you're coming into. Like, yes, yes, it's a sales role, but you don't actually know what the day-to-day looks like, but you haven't asked that. And it is so interesting seeing the different dynamics and personality types that are sat in a room and how they present themselves. And it is, like, if they can ask the questions to interview the employer, you're already known as, you're already, well, they're naturally seen as like, oh, okay, cool. So you know what you want and you're making sure that this is the right fit for you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, that's what I enjoy about doing what I do now, really, really supporting people and learning how to lead mm. themselves yeah. and then eventually leading a team. And for me, what it always comes back to is love. Yeah. So guiding someone with love, even if they don't really make sense at this point in time on what that means for them yeah because i've been in situations where i you know came from a place of love when i was guiding them and then they were like i don't really know what to do with this because in the past i was yelled at when i made a mistake and i got told off and now i actually don't really know how to react because the way you just guided me through this is just completely different to what I know. Yeah. And sometimes when you go into different teams or different companies, now the way that I do it with the consulting, it's just so different. And they actually have a bit of a glitch. You can really yeah. see that in, in their face. It's like, what's going on right now? This is not what I'm used to. And then teaching their leaders on how to then incorporate that into the team is just really rewarding Mm. because first of all, you give a new standard to the team members. So this is actually how you can be treated in this environment. This is how you can learn. This is how you can be led. And then teaching the leader as well, how to become a better leader and be more confident and empowering the team. And that is just so rewarding to then see that ripple effect come down. A hundred percent. And talking about the glitch right like that comes from when people are expecting a result already and it's not what it is and it's so interesting when people do this and I've done it like god I've massively done this especially when I was working on my relationship um Mm -hmm. a few years ago was when things started to change in me Mm -hmm. which meant they changed around me I would glitch because I noticed like I'd already preconceived well it's gonna happen and then it doesn't and you're like oh okay and it's it's a healthy glitch like it's a good thing to be able to see change and to recognize that things can happen differently but humans are so prone to expecting the same result and expecting similarity and comfort and consistency when something doesn't happen like that it's like oh okay uh and it does it it like re-glitches the brain where it's like how do i respond to this but it's actually such a healthy thing because if it's your it's, oh, what is the word? It's breaking their expectations. Yeah, it's like you've yeah. broken their expectation and now they get a new, they get the opportunity to think or respond in a new way. Yeah. So the yeah. growth in that is awesome. Yeah, 
and while we're talking about expectations, like there are certain expectations that I have in terms of standards and so on and so forth. However, I also have the expectation for my expectations to change. Mm-hmm. So, and what that means really is, yes, there is a certain thing that you, that I expect. However, I'm also expecting that something can just change at the click of a finger and just go with it and roll with it and just pivot right there and then having the ability to then just pivot allow that expectation to be broken and guide you somewhere completely different yeah that's what I love and what's so exciting and then teaches me as well to grow and grow with people at the same time yeah a hundred percent and when when we talk about pivoting it's like people have to pivot all the time because pivoting isn't just about like pivoting's not just about changing direction it's also about yeah. okay well my beliefs my values might have changed recently or my life experiences might have changed or something significant could have happened where it is time to pivot but if you're expecting certainty and um, security all the time you're not going to be in a position where if something arises you're going to be in the position to pivot you'll be in a position of freeze like fight or flight mode and that's where it's like how can we really hold the spectrum of yes it's nice to feel comfortable but the truth is is if you want to change you have to be able to expect or be comfortable somewhat in the uncertainty so you're able to pivot rather than freeze in that moment yeah and the great thing is actually everything in this world is uncertain like there is actually no such thing as certainty yeah. That's what a lot of people believe. They believe there is certainty in a job, there's certainty in relationships, there's certainty in X, Y, Z. There is no such no. thing as certainty. <laughs> the only thing that is certain is that one day the physical body that you're currently in is ready to let go and you move on into the next realm. Yeah. Right, that is the only thing that is certain. Everything else is completely uncertain. Yeah, and it's crazy that people have a job and that for them is safety and security and certainty. Or they buy a house and it's like, cool, I've got security now. There is still nothing within that that determines or solidifies that it's certainty because life's life, right? One day you could get the letter on your desk to say you've been um, resigned. Or the mortgage repayments go up and all of a sudden you can't pay your mortgage. Whatever it is, like it's being able to be more comfortable in yourself and knowing yourself enough to know that you can navigate the uncertain times. You can navigate the times when maybe life does throw something at you. And guess what? Life throws things at you a lot, but it's the learnings that come from it and how you deal with it rather than react. Yeah. And while you're saying life throws things at you a lot, at the end of the day, life only throws things at you that you can deal with. Exactly. It's now wanting to see if you're ready to take the next step, step up and go to that next level of wherever you are right now. And it is always about, yes, how do you navigate it? How do you now come out of that in a different way than you did before? So rather than, you know, reacting the same way that you've always done in the past okay how can you now change 
the way you were reacting to whatever life threw at you and how can you navigate and pivot or the back of the pivoting accordingly and make it better a hundred percent and that's where personal development comes in that's where investing in yourself comes in that's where growth comes in because if you've been reacting in the same way your whole life and nothing's changing well guess what it's now time to learn how to react or deal with things in a different way which might come in you know new awareness of emotional intelligence actually understanding your behavior more being able to have the flexibility of behavior being able to like feel and see your emotions rather than avoid language being able to know the language that's creating what's happening around you and then the mindset of going okay this is what's happening rather than going into the fear the focusing on the negative the limiting beliefs and the worst case scenario how do you have the tools in your mind to be able to go okay cool let's deal with this what am i learning right now what can i focus on and what can i currently control and it's like if nothing changes nothing changes so if people think that life happens to them all the time and they're always reacting in the same way it's always going to be the same yes that's so true and um yeah also while you were saying um you know about being sort of like reacting all the time and the personal development that's that's why i love what i do because i get to not only give a business overall that support and overall mindset change from the top down bottom up and so on I then also work with the individuals to do that too and I have someone now as well that came from from a project that I had that now wants to work with me individually mm. to learn how to do all of those things so they can bring that into their life yeah. moving forward and not only within their career because they realized oh my God, this is exactly what I need. I have been doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Einstein calls it insanity. Yeah. Um, you know, and um, yeah, now it's like, great. So now I've figured out that there's a different way to do things. How can I learn more from that? And yes, that's what I love about the personal development as well, that you get a complete different perspective. You learn different tools on how to actually act and react differently yeah a hundred percent and honestly like when i look back at my journey and even look back to when we first met how different we are both now from the investing the constant focusing on the parts of ourselves we didn't like the things we were frustrated of the things that we actually didn't even want to face yet we both shone the light on them to each other and like I'm so grateful for that part of my journey or the whole of my growth journey because if I hadn't have changed and I hadn't have entered this space, I have no idea where I'd be. Yeah. Like what same shit would I still be doing? What same habits would I still be doing? What same mindset patterns would still be holding me in the same place? And it's it's like the journey's there for everybody and it's up to you to either activate that journey or to avoid. And yeah. in anything, whether it's, personal life health business relationships growth can happen anywhere yeah so yeah it's really interesting and i i love the work that you're doing i love the work that i do and i love yeah. the whole space of being able to support people to start taking that journey and to shine light on the things that they don't want to be honest about yeah because it comes down to the honesty as well and when i look at the 
possibility of the future and what's coming it's exciting because we've both made like huge decisions and choices over the last few years to get us where we are and to you know get us the opportunities get us the experiences get us the knowledge and that's shaping like that leadership that we can create for ourselves every single day I agree with that and I really really love that you know we we have that opportunity to to grow together see each other grow see each other going through our best and our worst and um supporting each other all the way still um you know when when I need it I know I can rely on you and vice versa as well and yeah being able to have people witness you in that growth as well as something really really special because you have those cheerleaders you have those people that are actually so excited for you yeah that you now go a different path and they want to support you and they want to keep pushing you in that way of growth and self-leadership and I think that's something really really special yeah me too well to wrap things up, I'd love to know, like, what are three things that you, like, three things you'd recommend for people mm-hmm. if they're, ste- like, if they're wanting to start stepping into leadership? And mm-hmm. when I say leadership, like, leadership of self, like, it's the start of their journey, what would you recommend? Yeah. So one of the things is really look at yourself in the mirror and be completely on, and I'm not necessarily meaning literally the mirror, look at yourself in the mirror and really be honest with yourself what is it what are the habits and things that you have done for a long long time and that just don't seem to work so what is it then that you can do and change yeah what have you avoided for such a long time to try because you just said this is not for me without actually giving it a go do that and see actually if it helps yeah and works for you so that's one the second one is go get yourself a mentor a coach whatever it is because they actually hold you accountable yeah to the actions until you're ready to hold yourself accountable i have a coach still in different areas because I and sometimes it's for me just to bounce something off them sometimes mm-hmm. I just talk um, however at the beginning it was just really great for me to have this coach or mentor that kept holding that mirror back into my face and saying if you keep doing this things will not change they will remain the same so if you want to change then go that way yeah. go the other way to where you have been so a coach and mentor I feel is just invaluable yeah um and the third one is figure out who you want to be who is that higher self version of you that 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 woman that man that in about 10 years time five years time 10 years time maybe even next year who is that person that you want to be who do you strive to be? Who's that best version of yourself that you could possibly be? And every single day do one step towards being that person. Yeah, I love that. So these are my three. Yeah. Thank you for that, my lovely, and thanks for sharing. Thank um, you. 
I, so for anyone that's listened to that today and would love to connect with um, us, the podcast, Jen's podcast, where Jen's journey is, um, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at create again. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of people at the moment through LinkedIn as well. So uh, LinkedIn is either create again or Jennifer Demiri. And that is probably the easiest ways to find me. Amazing. Well, thank you for today's conversation. I love the in-depth roundabouts of leadership and self and development. So yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. And I'm sure we'll be chatting again soon. You will.